That's Rochelle and Carter. This is the Anything But Quiet Time podcast. Hello. You have made a wise decision, my friend. We feel. We, now, the jury's still out. No, no. I think it's like that moment in Indiana Jones' Last Crusade. I'm really excited, by the way, for the fifth movie. The fourth one was questionable. <sighs> They're doing aliens again? Not doing the Crystal Skull thing. Okay, good. But when you have chosen wisely. You have chosen wisely. Well, well, I will preface it with this. If you've ever felt like you sit next to that kid who knew every answer in school mm, mm-hmm. and always, I know, I know, mm-hmm. and it always annoyed you, we were never those kids. No, that's true. We were never those kids. So we're, I think you fit in here. But we're we're going to readily admit, but here's here's where I'll throw up the, the, the different thing, the, the, the scenario here. You should have sat next to that kid <laughs> because you could have copied off them on the test. That's, see, this is why... <laughs> Not only are we hopefully helping you, but we can also help Carter and Uh then you can help me me. be a better Christian. Yeah, there you go. No, we are non-experts talking about the Bible and what we're going through spiritually. Not a cheater either, Carter. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Pumpkin eater. All right. So um, speaking of pumpkin eater, um, this time of the year is always interesting with Christians when it comes to the H word. Are you? What are you talking about? The H word. Oh, we're in October, and I know that you're talking about harvest. Oh, see, you said the Christian answer. <laughs> Honestly, it's very interesting with things like Halloween and mm-hmm. how we approach them. And this this wasn't about Halloween at all, but it's still, it's going it, to spark the same conversation. My friend posted this, and I'll give you the headline right now. What's your friend's name? We're going to just out him right now. What's his first name? Um, I, I don't want to. I'll <gasps> say, I'll say... Her name is Betsy. <laughs> what did Betsy have to say? Well, her her last name is Ross, and she was talking about sewing flags. Oh wow! And no, okay, it's a different time of year. Let me give you let me give you the first line. Not everything that God convicts one person of will He convict another person of at the same time. Yeah, it could be a different situation. Yeah. Well, let me. That's the headline. But I I always found this as I get into the examples that are thrown out here. I want to say so many things and you have yet to talk. It's a fascinating conversation it is a fa- to me. Because I think it's about the growth rate is going to be different for different Christians. Potentially. But that doesn't necessarily mean all of those types of things are like, well, that's only good for you. Potentially too, right? It just depends on the thing we're talking about. Okay, so this is going to be a great conversation of Romans 14. But here's here's the post. Which it, Romans 14, quick reference. You've heard us talk about Apostle Paul talking about whether I should eat meat mm-hmm. and it might be offensive to other people and dot, dot, dot. It's a, it's a great chapter. We'll see. So we'll, we'll get to that. But just, if you want to look it up, feel free. But I'm going to read it verbatim. Okay. And there's going to be some stuff in here that I, I just want you to know that this is the post. This is what it is. And you might be like, what? 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 I'm just reading yeah. this so we can talk about We're it. We're going to be slandering against Betsy Ross here. Betsy Ross. Oh, poor girl. Yeah. My husband and I watch horror movies. Okay. I listen to secular pop sometimes. Mm-hmm. I watch stand-up comedies that have a bit of offensive material in them. And I spent my 20s in the gay clubs and would not think twice about going to one with some of my best gay friends, even today, to spend some time with people I love. If you find, this is still the post. Okay. If you find this horrifying behavior as a Christian, pray that God convicts me and softens my heart enough to accept that conviction. Snarky, self-righteous sounding, stone throwing is not a great way to get someone to hear what you're saying. Now, by the way, I know my voice, we've been talking a lot. We've done a fundraiser for our radio show and I'm just bear with me on my voice today. It's getting deeper by the second. 
I'm going to start doing voiceovers. <clears throat> I feel good. Oh, you're I just, a horror yeah. movie trailer. Yeah, right that's there. right. That's right. That's right. Coming this October. <laughs> oh, stop it. Uh, and this is, again, more of the post. I think this is the problem we as Christians make all too often. I've done it before. Mm -hmm. But if I had simply gone to God in prayer mm -hmm. and he asked him and, and, and I asked him to open their eyes, relationships may not have ended up strained. Nobody likes to have a finger wagged at them. Jesus offered loving conviction. And in 2022, we tend to just go after those we don't agree with. God may be disappointed when I watch certain movies and series, but he still loves me. Mm -hmm. And one day he may steer me away from those. But that just hasn't been the case yet. And I don't feel like it's an acceptance of evil as much as an appreciation for a storyline or in the case of the Dahmer series on Netflix, mm. uh, further understanding that what it did to the families of the victims. I feel it's important to remember them. I do hate that this re-traumatized many of them, but the large focus was on the attempts to write what Dahmer had wronged. Okay, so that's the post. That's the post in I have its not seen the series that she's talking about. And I know that's, a, I've seen a lot of posts saying the opposite, like don't let this into your home. I have not seen it either. Okay. So <clears throat> there is so much in there that I agree with. Okay. That I agree with, with in the, the principle of it. Because the wagging of the finger thing. Wagging of the finger, loving conviction. When it comes to a lot of things, like TV shows, we've talked about this. Uh -huh. I can't, if, it, if there's not a teaching in the Bible specifically forbidding it, and this is where like Halloween comes in, right? And when I say Halloween, I'm talking about candy and costumes, basically what our culture really actually does yeah. uh, during this time. If there's not a teaching against candy and costumes or a certain movie, I can't really tell somebody you're wrong. There is that level of Romans 14, what Paul is saying about meat bust to pagan gods. If you feel convicted of it, right, and then you choose to do it anyway, you are sinning. And I know the hesitation about Halloween. In fact, in earlier podcasts, you can go back in time. Isn't that cool? Back in time. On the podcast, you can go back in time because Carter, he is not oblivious or naive as to the uh, the origins of Halloween. We get to talk about a lot of that. Some of it's myth, some of it's not. And but, so yeah. I know that there is concern there about what are we tapping into unknowingly with costumes and candy potentially. Mm -hmm. That I think is prevalently the concern I, for most Christians who, who yeah. do not observe Halloween. You're right. And I think, I'm going to just just speak on that for just a second, but I want to talk about this overall. And it's, it's sure. a bigger conversation than Halloween, but I think it's fascinating this time of the year. Again, I think it comes to conviction, right? If if you feel uneasy and you just feel God saying, no, that's not for you, then, then it's not for you. It really is not. And that you're you're saying the words, the feeling word. Yeah, but, because, yeah, but conviction, right? Right, right. Yeah. So, I would go with your feelings on things that aren't facts. Okay. You can't, and this is what I want to get to mm -hmm. about the difference between a biblical teaching that just is fact that you can't use your feelings on, but um, stuff, stuff that's not concrete, black and white in the Bible, then you do use your feelings you on. You weigh that with the Holy Spirit. So that thing, what am I giving way to mm -hmm. by wearing this costume? Yeah. I think that's thinking way too much into it. Yeah. Now that's me. If I, I just think it's funny. You go to a trunk or tree, if you've heard of those, it's typically in the church parking lot yeah. right around the 31st. And you bring your costume and your kids and you do candy and you do games. Yeah. And for some reason, that's not evil. But wearing the exact same costume, getting the exact same candy, just going door, door to door is evil. You know, it's a very interesting sure. thing that we choose to point fingers at. Yeah. But 
again, what I have to respect is you, if you're shouting at this podcast going, I can't believe you guys, you're right about Halloween for you, that it is evil and you can't be a part of it if it is. But what Paul is saying to those that are okay eating the meat blessed to pagan gods because they know it's not actual gods and it's just made up, Mm -hmm. then eat it. If your conscience isn't against it, then eat it because there's no teaching against it. I remember uh, sharing a parable when my father was a children's pastor, as I've shared before, and it involved a pumpkin and you carve the pumpkin Mm -hmm. and you pull out the pulp and you use this as an object lesson with children. I called it the pumpkin parable and uh, talked about this is us. Let the pumpkin represent who we are. And this is what Jesus wants to do. He wants to take out the stuff in us, you know, the gooey, the icky and relate that to sin when you're talking with children, obviously. And then he wants his reflection to shine in you. And so you're able to use the light. You're able to, you know, carve the little eyes or whatever. I actually carved a, a Jesus face in my pumpkin. Yeah, well. And I remember in the, in the comments below, most of them were very positive because they knew where I was coming from. I'm taking something that would be soured by a broken world. And I'm using something that was created by God, a pumpkin and his light to take that and what was meant, quote, for evil, I am using for good. That was the purpose of this. But there was one comment and it wounded me because I let it. <laughs> there, I thought she was a Christian. and they, oh, but they said that about you. Exactly. Yep. And they immediately jumped to the conclusion that I must not know Jesus because I, here I am with this pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And so I think, yeah, we have to have conversations with those around us, especially if you're listening to this. And no, you do not observe. My son's best friend's family does not observe Halloween mm-hmm. yeah. at all. Yeah. And I totally am sensitive to that. When uh, when he comes over and we do not have an issue with it, my father would invite so many of the kids from the neighborhoods, dress up in costumes, make it about Jesus, taking back what has been deemed as evil. And let's share about what, is good. Now the origins of Halloween, fascinating in the church, but this yeah. date generally yeah. it's, it, it is connected to horror movies, scary stuff, spooky stuff. And so it usually has that tone of something more satanic anyway. But if you think about it, there are pagan uh, connections all throughout holidays that Christians observe uh, Christmas and Easter. And, but because those yeah. quote fluffier, maybe yeah. they're not going to be as condemned as readily as a Halloween. So we've culturefied, and I know I'm making that word up, but we've culturefied and made something so it's a bit of a mob mentality or can be when scripture never deemed, you know, in fact, that specific passage, uh, he's uh, referencing to different, uh, Paul is referencing to different feasts and celebrations and even the Sabbath. If you deem one day is important more than important than another, or if you think all the days are the same, it, then it is what it is to you. And and so again, that it falls in line specifically with yeah. a random holiday. Yeah. But what I also have to realize from this side of it, of saying, you know, I like candy and I like costumes and, you know, pumpkins and stuff. Um, I used to think it was my mission to go, look at the freedom you have here. Look at the opportunity to open your door to your neighborhood. And I used to think it was kind of my mission to convince people that you're wrong about mm-hmm. Halloween. And I'm wrong mm-hmm. because... When it says, don't make your brother stumble. That's right. I used to think that meant, you know, if your friend is an alcoholic, well, don't have a glass of wine in front of him. And I mean, that principle is still true, I think. But what it means is if I convince you to disobey your conviction from God, Mm -hmm. let's say this is a weird one, but let's say you felt it was wrong 
to get into hot air balloons. Yeah. You just felt it was wrong. I just feel like God's- Well, it is. It's unnatural. If I was supposed to be up that high, I'd be a bird. See, there you go. See, there's a good reason, right? <laughs> and you, I don't know. I just think God's, you know, I just don't feel right about it. And I just sit here and I just yak your arm off and I convince you, see, mm -hmm. see, see my friend, see, there's nothing wrong with it. See, come with me, come with me, come with me. And I get you to disobey a conviction from mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. I'm getting you to sin and yeah. I've made you stumble. Yeah. So with this, and now let's go back to overall with okay. her post. But thank you for journeying there. I love it. It's always interesting. And, it, and I will point out the uh, observation of many festivals in Jewish tradition. Uh-huh. And all of that was in honor and glorifying God, that you can take a celebration. Sure. So if you are of that family who wants to make that particular day, October 31st, and honor the Lord. Sure, yes. And I have friends who are like, you know what? I don't do it myself, but they are so encouraging about it. You know, it's not this nasty cancellation of people. It's And that's the thing. And I think you can still change your mind on it. And if you're listening to this and you go, oh, well, there is freedom here, you know, accept it if, 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 if you're feeling from God like you were on the fence and you just weren't sure. But if you're still against it, be still against Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Still, please do, honestly, from God. Um, but overall, a movie or, 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 you know, one of the interesting ones, being somewhere to be loving to friends mm -hmm. and, and then lifestyles come into play. I think everything she listed, I can't say God wouldn't want you to do that. Because okay. I don't think God calls us to not be certain places to be with friends. Now, how we, how, like, let's say a bar. Okay, okay. let's say a bar. I'm not going to sit here and say you can't go to a bar to witness to a friend or, or even because you have the freedom to do so and you go have something. But it, I can't say that. But what I can say, you can't get drunk because the Bible teaches against it. Right. And so what I posted on my friend's thing, I said, there's a lot of gray area. Mm -hmm. but there are some things where truth is truth and your feelings don't matter. Cause she said, I might not be convicted about it. And you might, that's true on some things. It's not true on everything. No. And you know, I can't sit here and go eh, murder. Yeah. I just haven't felt convicted about it. It's okay for me. You can't do that. And I you also, can't. the caution for this precious woman who, uh, wow, bravo to her for just being courageous and putting it out there. Cause she knows that that's going to stir up some controversy among Sure. Her fellow Christians sure. who love her and might do what the pumpkin comment was. Oh, I thought she was a Christian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, hold on now. In fact, I think I just read it this morning in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, where it says, no, 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 no. We're all going to be judged one day. And the judgment call ultimately is God's. And we're going to see on the other side of heaven where all of that lies. Yes. And judgment calls are what we are called to make in our own individual lives. And we were talking about the growth process. I may be somewhere today that I wasn't two years ago. Yes, you may dis. You from two years ago may adamantly disagree with yourself now on certain topics. So, the yeah, it's 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 tricky business. If you are keeping yourself accountable with another person, and you are because Jesus Himself <laughs> pointed out the hypocrisy of the Pharisees when they were getting ticked off at John for not drinking wine mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then ticked off at Jesus for drinking wine. They called him a drunkard. That's darned right. if you do, yeah. darned if you don't kind uh -huh. of a thing. And you're not to live your life according to how other people are reading the law for themselves per se. Mm -hmm. Jesus is like, you align yourself with me and what I bring, I bring life to these words, right? I'm, and he, he cleared a lot of stuff up, but I think a lot of people give themselves permission and license in the fact that Jesus would go and supper 
with people. I said it's so weird. He would go and sup. To sup. Yes. To have dinner. But he'd go and have dinner with people who were, yes, sinners. Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. They were the roughest of the rough. In their homes, too. And they, that was not heard of. That was not kosher at all. That's right. And Jesus was there and he ruffled a lot of feathers and caused some confusion. And they, understandably so, because it had been like, you don't do that. What are you doing? So what I can't tell you is you're going to that side of town into that trailer where all that drug use takes place? Are you even a Christian? You see, I can't tell you that because it's not a rule. And in fact, Jesus did things like that. But what I can tell you is, don't you dare go over there and let your life then become that habit. You compromise your convictions in that moment. You cross a line that is no longer uh, aligned with Jesus where the reason being Mm, He shared mm -hmm. with the Pharisees when they questioned him was that why, why would I go into places where people are already well? Mm. You know, Matthew West sings a song. It's like, you said the church should look more like a hospital. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. These are folk that need to know how loved they are. That's right. And a community that has turned their back on them and it's only ruffled their feathers that much more, or they've given up even trying to quote, be kosher because they've messed up and you've pointed it out over and over again. And he's coming alongside and eating dinner. And Zacchaeus at the end of the dinner is going and he's saying, I'm going to give back all the money I stole from people this many more times over. You said the words, the reason. And I think that's the key thing to keep in mind. And, And, you know, if that's the motivation of my friend's post, right? The reason, what's the reason? What's the reason I'm doing anything? And if it's to share the name of Jesus or support people or encourage people, you can't tell me where to go and what to do and how to do it. But if the reason I'm going is to fall into those habits myself, then you should call me out on it. And so what have we learned? What have we continued to talk about? I mean, we've talked about this before. Um, truth is not relative. Mm-hmm. And if the Bible teaches against it, then it is wrong. And I do, as a brother in Christ, have the ability to tell you you're wrong in that. It's not, no, you just because you're not convicted doesn't mean you're not wrong in it because the Bible specifically forbids it. And some might question what is literal in terms of the truth. Well, drunkenness. Easy. It says it. And so some would be like, well, that's left up to interpretation. Yeah, you can say, I mean, what do you say? Murders up left up to interpretation? I mean, you know what I mean? Those are the bigs, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, so you got a clear line with murder. You got a clear line with don't get drunk. Don't gossip. I mean, you you know what I mean? But I understand. There under- are some things you I know. I understand where you, if you read through the Old Testament, you're like, man, all these people got away with all this stuff and they were still the quote chosen people. They mm. were still... Why was Noah a good guy? He got drunk all the time. It doesn't mean you're not a Christian. It just means that activity is wrong. I think God works with what he has. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he looks at the heart. He does. Time and time again, you look at a King David. How does he have a whole heart for God when he's a murderer, a philanderer? Right, right. How how is that a thing? But God saw that. So don't allow the the activities. This is what I have to tell myself. I sound like I'm preaching, but the activities that have gone wrong in another in scripture, like say it for what it is. Mm -hmm. God isn't giving David a pass. No, there was no hard pass. Wrong is wrong. And David had to learn a very difficult lesson because he messed up, right? So all of these places where we see kings making decisions and even putting words into God's mouth. Mm -hmm. Well, God told me to do this. And Mm. there's, because it's the historical context of it and it's a narrative as opposed to like a, a, a prophetic word or something like there's a book of the prophet like Isaiah or something, or there's a narrative where it's like a storytelling. Right. So you're reading through first and second Kings. 
This is not necessarily God saying this. This is this right. king he did this. saying that God said this. Yeah. No, that's right. Oh, I'm going to sacrifice the first person that I see if I win this war. What, what are you doing? Yeah, don't do it. And then he sacri- had to sacrifice his daughter because he said mm-hmm. it. I promise mm-hmm. you, God. God never asked you for your dumb promise. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's a good thing to keep in mind. And, and so it comes down to, if God has spoken on it, then I do have the avail- uh, 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 the responsibility to tell somebody that I love that's in my life, mm. you're wrong. If God hasn't spoken on it, and we've talked about some of those things, specific movies or uh, places to be or, or, or Halloween itself, then I shouldn't point at people like I'm the judge because there hasn't been a ruling. Now, mm. one, the last thing I want to say is um, y- you said something about not following people's lead or something like that. And man, that is so good because I know what I can do on this relative thing that we want to put ourselves in often. We're kind of a people pleaser. Thing. Yeah, well, is, is that where you're going? No, 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 it's not. Okay. It's not. It's, it's giving myself a pass because of somebody. Oh, okay. So let's say, you know, pastor Steve, we've, we've had him on before. He's my pastor and uh, it, it, he's great. He is just so respected, obviously, like many pastors are when they're the head pastor of a church. Mm-hmm. Let's say I catch him drinking a little too much one night. Oh, okay. And then what I might do is, oh, well, if he did it, yeah, not so bad. If, I mean, he's the pastor. Ah, you do the comparative thing. I mean, if he if he did it, I that's all right if I do it. Yeah. And you can start to let that. Whoa, like you said, when we get to after this whole life is over, the yeah. standard is not the people around us. The standard <laughs> is what God has set to us. So I wanted to make sure to mention that. It too. can be a a very easy lead into temptation. Yeah. Yeah, just using it as a uh, as an excuse. So I you know? uh, personally, and I think I've shared this before, my, my husband's dad had some issues with alcohol. We don't drink. Now, does that mean I have things over, I hold things over you if you and your family drink wine or, or you choose to drink? No. I do honestly believe that is between you and the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. as most should be. And I, I heard something the other day, um, and at the... I don't know. I might be repeating myself, uh, especially it's like, oh, she said all this in the last podcast, but it really blessed me. God has given us all a conscience. Now I've heard it over and over again. When we are children, we are born into a sin nature, right? Absolutely. But there is this toddler looking at me out of the corner of his eye because he's looking to see and he's testing the borders, can I get away with taking a second cookie after she just said one? Mm-hmm. And he's doing this. Why? Because he knows that there is a right and a wrong. Mm. Isn't that interesting? So you see that in children. Now they will test you till the cows come home yep. about where that lands with you. Right. Versus wrong. So yes, we are born into sin nature and we will want to test the right and wrong, but God has given us a conscience. Now, when we say yes to Jesus, the Holy Spirit starts talking to us and giving his mindset Mm. and he starts to grow what is right in him. And so I I love that this woman, she, she said, look, everybody, they may be saying, this is my standard. This is how I should be. And you leave me alone. But at the, the core, there's a piece of them. They may have layered up over it, year after year after year of trying to lie to themselves. But at the core, they know that something is askew. No, that's good. That's good. Thank you so much for uh, sharing that. And uh, we love these conversations. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and 3, 
I want to get to this next week. I, I think it's interesting because there's a difference between talking to people who align with your belief system and they're going to be on a, they're going to be on the same wavelength and like, yeah, I'm invested in what you're invested in. So I'm going to understand the truths that you're sharing. And then mm-hmm. there's talking to people who no, we're not on the same team yet. So yeah, <laughs> it looks as foolishness is what it talks about. Yeah. And it's a different standard, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So if we can maybe get into that next week, but I really enjoyed, thank you for sharing uh, Betsy Ross's post. You're so welcome. Um, and, and now uh, to play us out, Yankee Doodle. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, but also, we can't agree all on one thing. We love candy. I love, I love I mean, candy. We do love candy. No matter what. You got me on Yankee Doodle now. I never understood. Stuck a feather in his cap and, and called, called it, it macaroni. macaroni. What happened? <laughs>